Hello everybody, Deuteronomy 32 today. Uh, this is, in case you didn't know the context, is Moses' song. Um, it's uh, one of the very last things he's going to say before to, he dies. Before he dies to the people of Israel, and this song it's, after it's like a, Joshua has been commissioned to lead the people lead the next. People. And uh, in this, uh, Moses it's, does kind of like a yeah. prophecy and slash. I think prediction. for me, a lot of times when people give speeches in the Bible, it's always great to take a moment in the context to ask ourselves, what would I say? If you were about to die and you're, you know... You are a leader. You're, you're, your hand-chosen leader has about to lead the people, mm -hmm. I would probably say something very inspirational. You can do it. God is with you. Let's go. Don't give up. That's not what Moses says. <laughs> that is not at all what he says. What does he say? Moses starts off, you know, good. Like, right? Like, listen to me. Let me proclaim, you know, who God is. Verse 4, the rock. His work is perfect. And then he says, by the way, you guys suck. Verse 6, do you thus repay the Lord, you foolish and senseless people? And then it doesn't get much better <laughs> than that. Yeah, and... To some extent, he has a point that people have kind of sucked. Um, but we also see here him, in some part, looking to the past. He's talking about Jacob um, and he, uh, in verse 9 and verse 10, right? We see allusions to Bethel and the, the ladder to God when Jacob was running away from, um, Esau. from Esau. But also you could see it die. as, you know, Israel in the wilderness, right, uh -huh. being in there or um, going to egypt and getting fat like in verse 15 mm -hmm. and so we see a lot of again allusions to different people in the bible who were in the desert right but then we also see a lot of the desert for 40 years exactly but then we also see a lot of allusions to them doing bad things in the desert like sacrifice you know they stirred him to jealousy with strange gods which you know can be anything from the foreign gods that rachel had all the way to uh the golden calf that they had in foot of mount sinai the holy mountain and moses is in also part looking forward um mm -hmm. through god uh to see where they're going to go um which you know spoiler alert they are going to get into the promised land but they're going not to take some of it god and they're going to mess up a lot and he's almost well, he is. He is predicating this, right? Where he's saying, yeah, y'all are going to mess up and I'm going to have to heap disasters upon you, right? And you're going to, verse 28, be a nation void of counsel. Um, and what is God going to do? Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, we see a lot of this rock imagery as well. Like we saw them getting honey out of the rock, right? provision we but then in verse 31 we see you know god being compared to other foreign gods right for their rock the foreign gods is not as our rock and um and yet we see that the lord will vin vindicate them he will in verse 36 the lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants right, right. um there is going to be salvation and hope that comes from this rock and i think we see here a picture of what that relationship with god looks like there is a coming to knowledge of god there is a seeing and experiencing his grace there is an acceptance of that and then there is struggle right mm -hmm. like and i think for any of you in your christian lives where you're like you know i accepted jesus shouldn't everything shouldn't my sin be gone i'd be super easy now the answer is no, no. right it's no. never been that it wasn't that for abraham Isaac, or jacob or for moses or for the israelites and yet, 
what is the point of all of that? Is this God saying, despite your failure, don't trust everybody else, right? At the end of the day, he's still the rock that we can stand upon. Mm-hmm. And we know that uh, in the end, uh, there will be a remnant and a savior. And Jason pointed to something. but uh, So in verse 39, yeah. right, Moses even then takes a different tone. He literally takes the voice of God, right, and says, look, I, even I am he, there is no God beside me. Um, I kill and I make alive, I wound and I heal, there is nothing, like, this, he's saying, hey, at the end of the day, you know, who else are you going to trust, right? You can't trust anyone else. Yeah, why would you trust anybody else except for God, Um, and therefore we rejoice with him. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, for, so, and then we see kind of him wrapping up and like summarizing verse 46, Moses said to them, take heart all the words by which I am warning you today, right? Like this is a, you know, this is what could happen if you don't follow the ways of the Lord, you know, command them to your children that they be careful to do all the words of this law, right? For it is no empty word for you, but your very life. And by this word, you shall live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to possess. Right. And it's interesting that he says by this word, because... This is Moses that has given the Ten Commandments, that has given Leviticus, that has given all the rules that the people are meant to follow. And yet, at the end, none of that is really ultimately what is important. What is important is understanding that, yo, we done screwed up, and we're going to keep screwing up. And yet, God is faithful, and we should trust in Him. Um, And I think that, you know, that's a really big encouragement um, for us that, ultimately right this is the gospel it's not well you're gonna follow the set of rules now it's hey we need to trust in god he's the rock that is worth resting on Mm -hmm. and at the very end we have moses's death foretold so as we learned the other day that you know because of moses's sin at meribah with the striking the rock that he is not allowed to go into the promised land and yet the lord shows him the land that will go to the people right you know and Moses is not a perfect character. Duh. (laughs) Which is weird. Uh, It was always weird for me because I was like, yo, if you're going to make up a religion, then... You should make everyone perfect. Yeah, like, you know, you don't hear Scientologists talk bad about L. Ron Hubbard. Even though he was weird. Even though he was crazy, right? You don't talk... You don't hear Mormons talk bad about Joseph Smith, and yet the Bible, like, here is the pinnacle of the leader, and it's like, Moses saying, don't even trust in me. Like, Mm -hmm. don't trust in me. Trust in God. Yeah. And so I hope this is encouraging. I hope you see a lot of these rock imagery. There'll be more of that. But remember, I think for this one, it's remember God is the rock. He's greater than the foreign gods and um, we can trust in him.